Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, I hope you got your chicken wings ready, mm-hmm. the beers on ice, the <laughs> NA beers on ice if you want, the sodas ready, the pop. It is big game Sunday. It is grand game Sunday, as they say <laughs> in the non-football Yeah, do they business. say that? They say, they say I don't know. grand hey, game I, Sunday? I don't know if you can That's say what that, we're going to call it. Right. We're calling it the Grand Bowl. Crazy and it that's goes to the the team with the highest academic grades of co- no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> good morning, good morning. It is uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Great game of football today. We got the 49ers and the Chiefs uh, roughly around 5:30 today. So many of you will watch for the football. So many of you will watch for the commercials. So many of you, like my daughter, will watch to see how many times Taylor Swift is shown on television today. But it is a big game, Pete. And uh, it, it really should be a fun one in, in the sense of when I was break, kind of looking at this from the two different sides, you've got almost two different quarterback battles, I think, that Pat Mahomes is fighting here. Mm-hmm. And that is one, he's obviously competing against Brock Purdy. But this week there has just been so much steam behind the first few years in the league for Pat Mahomes and the first few years in the league for a, a guy who you may have heard of named Tom Brady. And and so this and this is what happens when you have two weeks between the end of the se- the playoffs and the Super Bowl. This is the kind of stuff you talk it's about. It's too much time. It is. It is. But it's really interesting to me because each of these guys kind of carries their own, uh, I guess, bag of pressure, I'll call it, which is Brock Purdy is, is the perennial underdog. He always has been, going back to his days at Ohio State. Uh, Iowa State, excuse me, mm-hmm. when he start, when he was a, you know, a third stringer as a freshman. And then he comes in, he's Mr. Irrelevant, he's third string on the Niners, and now he's bringing them to a Super Bowl. And Pat Mahomes, who, you know, and I, I was reading an article this week that it, someone on the Chiefs said, yeah, we always get everybody's best because we're the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes is that. He uh-huh. always gets everybody's best. And so the question is now, to me, which one of these guys can handle this bag of pressure better? Brock Purdy or Pat Mahomes? It's a really great question. And and I, I would say it this way. Uh, Pat Mahomes has shown us that he, uh, for his first seven years, has ice in his veins. They've been here before. They've won. They've done what they've needed to do to take care of business. And it's just impressive everything he's done. And when you compare him to, to Tom Brady, which is almost something you should not do. and It's I say almost that only unfair. Be, yeah, It's almost unfair because of the fact that He's only seven years in. 
Mm-hmm. Let's remember that Tom was still playing last, you know, a year ago. <laughs> so yeah. it's 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 something that is still fresh. He did it for a really long time. And right now, if you look at their numbers, actually, Pat Holmes has better numbers than Tom Brady had yeah. in, in almost every single category. Interceptions, he's got less. Touchdowns, he's got about 60 more. Uh, you know, yards, about 7,000 more. The game has changed. It's a little bit different. All of those things are factors that go into it. But the longevity is really the true testament of of who Tom Brady was, right? I mean, it was – he got to all these Super Bowls. He's been a, a Super Bowl MVP five times. He's been to seven of them in, or won seven of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you look at all of these different factors and you say – It's pretty incredible. But, you know, Pat Mahomes, he's on a great path right now. I think this NFL is a different NFL, though, than Tom Brady's first 10 years. And and the amount of passing that that quarterbacks are doing now, it's a lot different game than it was. So there's a lot of different factors that will go into it. How long does Pat Mahomes really end up playing, all those kind of things? I'll tell you what, I think Brock Purdy has ice in his veins, too. And yeah. I, I, I have yet to see him. Now, has he had bad games? 100%. But so has every other quarterback. But when you look at the the body of work in just two years that, that he has, he's been in some very difficult situations and, and, and literally has risen to the top. I mean, I think the kid, every time I look at him and I, and I think to myself, he doesn't look nervous. He looks like a guy who's been there before. He has that kind of look in his eye that it's not too big of a moment. And and I'm hopeful that during the Super Bowl that stays there because Super Bowl is different. Let's all remember that. I mean, it it's <laughs> it's one thing to be playing in the playoffs. That's a big deal. Uh, and getting into the championship game, huge deal. But the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. This is when everybody is watching these two teams and the world and a hundred and what? What are we? What are they expecting? Like a hundred and fifty million people? A hundred and seventy probably. Yeah, so, I mean it's ridiculous. <laughs> so that is a big stage, and it's different. And the halftime is extended. All of those things are factors. And I can tell you as a player. When, when when you go to halftime and it's an extended halftime, it kind of pulls you away from the game a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it'll happen this year, and I'm not saying it'll happen to Brock Purdy. It's just it's one more factor of why the Super Bowl is something that is just so special, so different. Oh, I'm sorry, the Grand Bowl. Um, the Grand it's, Bowl. It's, uh, yeah, the Grand Bowl. <laughs> but I, I think I think it's the, the, the NFL – They've got the right two teams. I, I think it, it got proven out, especially given the fact of how Kansas City managed to stop an unbelievable offense from Baltimore. It, we've got the right two teams. What what really intrigues me about this matchup too, Pete, of, of these two quarterbacks is, and you talk about ice in their veins, these are two guys that basically grew up in this game being used to the pressure. I mean – Pat Mahomes, even when he was at Texas A&M, you know, he's still slinging it 50 times a game, right? And then he comes into the league, and and it's always on him. It's always Pat Mahomes and whoever else, uh, Travis Kelsey, and, and then a you know a, a change of wide receivers coming through, a revolving door of of guys coming through at running back as well, which frankly is very similar to the way Tom Brady had his career, right? You could never really name a whole lot of Tom Brady's wide receivers. He made them better, and and you could make the argument for Mahomes the same way. Brock Purdy has, I think, become used to being the underdog and, and embraces the role. Wherever he goes, no one ever really thinks he's going to do it. Yeah. And in every game that he's been in, he has faced this same amount of pressure. So to me, that could give him a little bit of an edge 
because of the fact that every game this guy plays, everybody counts Brock Purdy out. It, ever. It, it's just always been that way. But Mahomes has played in, in these before. And Pete, I, I think, and you should, I want you to let me know, when you have the experience in a game as big as this, how much is that worth on the scoreboard? How much going into a big game like this, does it? are, are those first few minutes a little bit more calm for the guy who's been there before? I would have to say yes. I, I, I really would. That being said, we've seen Brock Purdy step up to these situations already, you know, especially this year with the championship game and that type of thing. And I, I just look at that team and I look at, at how he operates, how he how the coach does such an amazing job coaching him as well, prepping him, giving him all the things that he needs. And by the way, let me ask you this one. Is John Lynch maybe one of the best GMs ever in the game? Sure, could, <laughs> You could sure make an argument for it. I, I know it's early, but they made a huge mistake a few years ago, right? They, they, they went for Trey Lance. They traded up like these teams all make the same mistake. They've got to have this one guy, thir- three first-round draft picks. He's not even on the roster anymore. They've got Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. They've lost Sala and Ryans and McDaniels, all great coaches who are now somewhere else having great success, and yet the team's in the Super Bowl. I mean, imagine that you you lost those three draft picks and the player that you wanted and the defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators, mm-hmm. all of this, and yet you're in the Super Bowl with a with a better record than the Chiefs. They're twelve and five. The uh, Chiefs with, are with, a, and with a game managing quarterback, basically, because Brock Purdy, as good as he's been at times, mm-hmm. he's not been exceptional in the postseason. He's been enough, and yeah. then you know Christian McCaffrey and the defense has done the rest. So I agree with you. It, it makes me wonder. Where would the, you know would we be saying the same thing if they did they hadn't have hit on Brock Purdy because I mean I have I have a lot of trouble with this Pete that mm-hmm. as extensive as these you know these scouting departments are I have a little bit of trouble thinking that they went oh Brock Purdy you know at two sixty two or two whatever it is Mister <laughs> Relevant guys listen we got so this is it you know they're sitting in the room going let's get out the streamers and the champagne we got him we got the guy who's going to bring us the Super Bowl Brock Purdy. <laughs> and everyone goes, who? There's no way that happened. And, and to me, this is this, this proves the statement that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> and could they have possibly been here without Brock Purdy? I think so. You know, again, he hasn't been exceptional in the postseason. He was very good in the regular season. At time. But so it's interesting to me that, you know, yes, John Lynch, simply the swing alone to somehow get Christian McCaffrey, who is mm-hmm. – the best running back in the game today, and it's not mm-hmm. even close. Yep. That's a huge deal. But when you what you said, and I agree with all these moving parts that have come in and out in the past few years, it does say to me that this guy's an incredible general manager. Yep, he's done it all right. And I know we got to jump, but uh, I I look at every one of those picks that he's made over the last few years as the general manager, and. You know, he's done it on the top picks oftentimes and, and on the lower picks. And it's that's been sort of the, the, the thing that's really been great. And how about some of the free agency signings that they've been able to do because Brock Purdy's salary, of course. But yes. nonetheless, they've been able to build this team into a Super Bowl team. It's incredible. And so many teams, including the Vikings, passed on Brock Purdy. No, I'm yep. kidding. Everybody <laughs> passed on Brock Purdy. Of course yes. they did. <laughs> Uh, give you the numbers real quick if you want to give us a call today. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Tell us 
who you got and why. 651-461-9226. It's the WCCO talk and text line. Coming up next, uh, a little bit of a different look at the Super Bowl. What it's like to do security for some of the teams. Larry Day is going to join us. We'll talk about to him coming up next. You're listening to Huddle on 830 WCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the Huddle 1021 on a Sunday morning, February 11th. It is big game Sunday. Pete, do you have like a big I, – I saw your tweet this morning. You have quite the, the table. Are you having a pretty big party tonight? We've got a few people coming over. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife always is in charge of that kind of thing. She is the party party gal of the, of the two of us for sure. She, uh, she's got a lot going on. We've got a chili cook-off. It should be a lot oh, of fun. Oh, the best. <laughs> yeah. I love – that's one of my favorite things about Super Bowl Sunday is that yeah. it's it's – it's so now I'm I'm a, a nut right so I'm going to watch the game very closely. I like to watch a good football game, and I think, frankly, you, you've said this uh, last segment, and I agree. We do have the right two teams. This should be a great football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really love the pageantry and the extra around <laughs> Super Bowl. So I, I I do. I'm a nut for Super Bowl commercials. I absolutely love them. And, and I, you know, I like, I'll rank them and all that good stuff uh, because I just, I just love everything that's with it. There's so much pomp and circumstance that comes with the Super Bowl, but not only at home, even more so in the pomp and circumstance capital of the world, which is Las Vegas. And this morning, uh, we have a special guest joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Larry Day is Security Operations Manager and Executive Support and Protection Services. Works for the 49ers. Also, the only man I've ever seen in a photo who looks larger than Pete Nigerian. Larry, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> That's not possible. There's nobody oh. larger than that man right there. 
That, that that's. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. This guy is a uh, is a guy who is very intimidating in a lot of ways, but uh, the nicest guy I know and a, and a wonderful uh. person. Larry, Larry, we were curious. We we just got to know what is it like. I mean, this is so different because it's Las Vegas and they're hosting the Super Bowl and and the Niners are not that far away. But what what's it been like? And how how many days have you been there so far this week? I'm on. I'm just on day seven. The, the team came out uh, last Sunday, um, and I came out Tuesday. So I, I'm lost on days now. Maybe it's only day five. But uh, <laughs> Vegas will do that to you, by the together. way. <laughs> yeah. So we're you know as a security team, and this might sound kind of might sound kind of crazy, but we have 30 personnel in our security team, just assigned for executives and coaches. You know, head coach and general manager. Mm-hmm to move them around. So it's a, it's like a, it's a small army and we're all spread out through Las Vegas. Some are staying on the strip and some are out here at, at Lake Las Vegas Hilton. So um, we're covering a lot of ground and uh, working some, some long hours here. It's a, uh, mm-hmm. but it's been quite an experience. And yeah, it's, I think Las Vegas is obviously probably a great, it's a great place I think for the NFL to, to have this event because of all the things that, that are possible to do here. But I got to tell you, for a security team, it's a nightmare. It's it's a the logistical nightmare to move people around, yeah. uh, especially on the strip because of the the gridlock that is presented with all the people here. But uh, I tell you, it's been it's been fun and, and exciting, and there's a lot of it's been it's been, it's just been a great experience. I think for everybody. Larry Day does uh, security for the San Francisco 49ers executive. Is he joining us live from Las Vegas uh, this morning on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline? Larry, you said logistically it, it's a nightmare to try to get people around, but I've not heard anything bad so far. So it sounds like at least right. uh, from your standpoint, it's been a pretty clean, clean week of um, just making sure everyone's getting to where they need to be and being safe. Absolutely. It, it, there, there have not been any hiccups. It's just for us, we have to build in the time. If uh, Let's just say Jed York needs to go to the uh, commissioner's dinner uh, at, uh, and I'll just throw a, a hotel out. Let's just say it's mm-hmm. at the MGM Grand. And uh, if uh, if our owner's staying at, let's say, the Encore, uh, to get him moved from there to the commissioner's dinner is a process because we don't get police escorts for just stuff like that. Um, wow. So we just have to, we just have to figure out, you know, building, you got to look at your map, you know, on your phone a lot and see how long it takes you to get from point A to point B. And, uh, you know, if the dinner starts at eight, uh, at one point, our security team just moving on the strip, it took them about 45 minutes just to get from, from point A to point B. So that's where, that's where the logistics come in. And again, it sounds kind of silly because, okay, you know, everybody's late for stuff. Right. But I'll tell you, not these guys, uh, our owners, you know, our executives, it's everything's down to a certain timing and, and we got to be on top of our, we got to have our a game when we're, when we're moving them around. So that's what, that's where I, you know, I'll tell you just for us, we have to pre-plan all this stuff and, and have an operations plan in place that, that gets this job accomplished efficiently for them. But, um, but again, it's exciting to do that, right? Because you're you're constantly thinking about the different things you have to do to get people moved around in a timely manner. And Dave, I've been with Larry when he's been working, uh, both with uh, Vikings practices as well as 
games and stuff like that. And it's uh, he's always got his head on a swivel. He's got to keep himself yeah. alert with all this kind of stuff. I'm curious, do the players uh, how would how do they handle it with the players? I never got to a snoop Super Bowl. Never even well, I sniffed one. We we lost to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> lost to Washington. They ended up winning the Super Bowl a couple weeks later. But uh, what's that? What's it like for the players, Larry? As far as the, them logistically, everything else. I mean, we've all seen the the videos of Jason Kelsey gambling, but, but he's not playing. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. These guys, uh, so they have the team out again at, uh, at the Hilton at Lake Las Vegas. It's out in Henderson. It's, it's a distance away from the strip. It's about a 30 minute drive. The team has practiced at UNLV, which is also down there towards the strip. So that's about 30 minutes away. So every movement that they've had to do, you know, it's, it's pretty, I don't want to say it's easy, but we do have, uh, police support to move the team around where they need to go. And, they, and we move them as a group. So if they go to practice, there's, there's five, five buses loaded up with players and, and practice personnel, and they move them, we move them as like an army. And we do have you know, police escort to get them to and from. Uh, now, when, are, when they have a little bit of downtime, that's the, that's the issue. Is where, where do they go and what do they do? And these guys are professionals, and they, they've locked down. They know what they got to do. And uh, most of them this Hilton out here at Lake Las Vegas is, is a massive property with a lot of different things to do here. And it's locked down the NFL and the Henderson PD. Uh, the security here is super tight They're, just to get into the perimeter. You've got to go through about three different checkpoints. So, so again, the players I think have just mostly stayed here, Pete, and just kind of done what they've had to do to, to get, to get this thing moving forward. And uh, um, that's, that's the best I can tell you for the, from that that standpoint larry day is uh, security for the san francisco 49ers and joining us uh, on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline larry you, you talk about vegas and so much has been made of what's the experience going to be like in las vegas it, common knowledge to me would tell me that a town that is used to hosting big events and every day is a big event in vegas that that would make things a little bit cleaner and a little bit easier uh, to handle it from that standpoint I'm sure you've been in other big towns. How does this? How does it compare to other places with a town like Vegas, where every day is a party and a huge event? Right. That and so that's a that's a unique experience that we've encountered because generally, like if we go to you know whatever city you want you want to say, uh, let's just say L.A. like SoFi. Um, if we go down there, you know, um, when we move around and we do our things, um, we kind of get um, you know you get treated like you're you're the the big dog in town right you're the the only game in town when you move in there to to do what you have to do and it's kind of funny because here in las vegas whatever hotel we have people that are staying at when we go there um they're used every day there's the big game in town i mean the super bowl is the biggest obviously but you know when uh what's what's the the boxer uh uh money team is uh who he runs yes floyd uh, mayweather (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so Floyd Mayweather's here. Well, th- those guys, you know, and, and any uh, any musical artist, you know, I mean, everybody who's somebody is here or comes here every day. And so the people that we deal with, we're yeah, we're important because of the Super Bowl, but it's like they, they don't even bat an eye about, you know, what's going on here and the gravity of it because every day and every weekend the, the situation is huge for them, right, with who they're dealing with. This might be on another another level but mm-hmm. the the people we're dealing with here they're not starstruck by everything that we have coming and what we're bringing to each uh 
each, uh, you know, hotel that we're stopped at to do certain things. So that's kind of the, the unique thing that we've noticed. And because they've done so much of this stuff, everything is, is pretty darn smooth, you know. Um, there, there's no hiccups. Uh, and I think that's why the NFL's pulled this off so well. And Las Vegas has been a great, great city to have this event. Larry, I, I got to ask you one more before we go. I'm going to jump in here because I'm, yes, I'm dying to know, and I don't know how much you can share with us, but you've done yes, this sir. for a long time, it sounds like. What is the craziest experience you've ever had, if you can share it with us, being in executive security with an NFL football team? Well, I, I off the top of my head, I can't think of the craziest, but I will tell you what did happen last night is um, – I, I'm with the. Uh, All right. I'm with the Shanahan. I have the Shanahan family, so I have Kyle's family. That's who I'm responsible for on this, on this trip, and I and I've been that way all year. Um, so and that includes his dad, Mike Shanahan, who of course is a Super Bowl champion coach. So last night they were at uh, their hotel and they had to go to another hotel for dinner, and it was close enough to walk. So. Um, <laughs> So, we're, you know, we're going to walk them from one hotel to another. And the, the fam, friends and family of the Shannons, there's, there's a good amount of people here. But let's just say the dinner was for 28 people. So what, what we ended up doing was we ended up putting a, a Mike in a, into an SUV because it was a little bit far of a walk. We wanted to get him there efficiently and so he didn't have to walk so far. So I was moving him from the hotel to his car and then going back to get the rest of the people. Well, so I'm armed while I'm doing my security job, um, and, and I'm, I'm allowed to be armed in every state through HR 218, which is a, a, a bill that allows retired police officers, if you qualify, to be to carry concealed. So I've got my firearm with me, and I've got a hoodie on, and it's covered up pretty good. But at one point, as I got Mike out to the car, I had to kind of quick jog back to the elevators to get the rest of the family. And when I got to the elevators, I turn around, and I'm surrounded by three um, – three armed security guys from the casino. And they're like, excuse, excuse, excuse me, sir, we need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I've got my earpiece in and the radio, and they're like, uh, are you are you armed right now? And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yes, I'm armed. And they're like, okay. So there's a policy at most hotels here. You cannot be armed inside that hotel unless you're law enforcement and in uniform and all that. That's the policy that each hotel has here. Well, I don't know how to move people around and drive them and keep them secure. And then you know, I can't take my gun off and put it in the car and walk people in and then put it back on. Cause if it, so it's a logistic nightmare for me. So, again, I'm surrounded by actually four cops by that time are surrounding me as, uh, as uh, the Shanahan family comes off the elevators to get walked. And as uh, Kyle's wife walks out, I said, hi, Kyle, or hi, uh, Mandy. I've got some friends who are going to escort us. So, <laughs> so I had a police escort of the family to the restaurant. It actually looked kind of cool. Uh, yeah. like we were in trouble or maybe it looked like we were, you know, oh, gangsters or something like that. But, uh, but so what, what they decided was they said, look, you can't have it in here. I said, well, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And this is what I need to do. And they said, well, we'll just walk you there and then we'll walk you back. And I'm like, I love it. I love it. So, That's great. So, That's great. So we, we got it there. And, uh, um, and then I, I went, of course, I'm going to follow the policy. I said, I'll, I will definitely not come back into to the casino with my firearm. I will take it off and secure it, you know, properly. So it's, you know, anyway, that, that was a, 
that was something that I didn't prepare for and couldn't yeah. prepare for. And in the moment, you have to just. And, oh man! And it was one of those things where they're like, Larry, you know, we need we need you to put the gun away. I said, I can't until they get to their restaurant. And there was like a. <laughs> and, they, and they got they got it. They got the big picture, and uh, we worked through it. But uh, they were certainly so professional in helping us do that, and and then let me let me handle my business. So and, and Dave, that, that was yesterday. That, you guys. <laughs> that was that yesterday. Was last yeah. Night. Hey, next time we'll, we'll we won't have the microphones, and I we maybe you can tell me some some of the really good juicy stories. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about game planning and the stuff that Kyle. There we go. Just he doesn't tell me anything. Maybe on the side we could talk about some of that stuff. I'm I'm here at the hotel. Where we're gonna, I'm going to drive Coach to the to the stadium in about uh, I think we were going to leave at eight forty five. So all right, getting ready to well, do we'll, that right now. We'll let thanks, you get Larry. on your way, Larry. Thanks so much for joining us uh, on a very busy day for you. Appreciate it and hope everything goes smoothly tonight. Yep. You got it, John. Hey, Pete, my brother, I, I look forward to seeing you soon, man. Absolutely. Look forward to it, man. Take care, Larry. Appreciate it. Larry okay. Day, Take San care. Francisco Bye-bye. 49ers uh, security. You'll probably see him on the field tonight. Great stories. Great guests. We'll take a quick break. Come back. You're listening to The Huddle. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, I'm back. And hello, uh, Charlie. Hello, hello. I, we're going to start this off. I got a bone to pick with you two. Oh, cool. uh, uh, the one it. week I'm gone, you both come into the studio. Do I stink? <laughs> Do I smell? Is there something wrong with being in the studio with if, me? I wondered if you were going to pick up on that. Uh, you know, I yeah. did too. Yeah. I actually wondered about that. So, so here's here's the real here's the real talk. Uh, it's all Pete's fault. Yeah, Pete said we should go in. I had nothing to do with it. I yeah. just went. When Pete tells you to go somewhere, you go. Wow, really? Just throwing him under the bus, not taking yeah, any absolutely. no Here's agency for your own actions. It's all no, Pete. none. We were, we were finally in the same spot, and I figured, yeah. you know what? I'm going to finally say, hey, let's try to meet down there. And the next thing I know, it, it, it's not Charlie. Well, there we are. First time Me, since you the State and... Fair, and uh, yeah. I'm out in out in Colorado. Well, you know what things. the moral of the story is here, Charlie? Never leave. Don't take vacation. Yeah, yeah, never leave. Just, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into <laughs> it terrible. here. Uh, we'll start with Pete today. Pete, where you're getting Uh-oh. the first question. Coach Ben Johnson's Gopher basketball team has been rolling as of late. Three straight victories, one over Penn State. They're not great, but one over a good Northwestern team that's been ranked earlier in this year and then beating Izzo's Michigan State squad Michigan State, yeah. earlier this week. And, by the way, they turned around, I think it was just yesterday, and beat a top-10 Illinois team at Illinois, yeah. uh, a big yeah. win for them now, obviously, with the week out of conference schedule and the parity that's going on in the conference, it's a pretty big stretch still at this point that this Gopher team is going to make the NCAA tournament. A lot of things would have to go right the rest of the way uh, for them to be in that conversation. But my question, Pete, the turnaround has happened this year. They've been pretty good. They're maybe an NIT team. When is the next time that the Golden Gophers men's basketball team will be in the NCAA tournament? Well, I would say this, if, if, if Ben can keep this up, um, I don't think it's this year either. I'm right there with you, but I, I don't see any reason why it couldn't be soon, like next year. I, 
they've made a turn to your point, Charlie. They, they look good in conference, not great. Overall, we know that schedule was terrible. But what I really like about uh, what's happening with Gopher basketball, 13-3 and three at home. That is something that was always critical for me was that those home games for basketball is, is a really big deal in the environment and everything else. And with, I'll tell you what, with those players that they've got, but there's two that stand out, Garcia and Christie, they're awesome. You've got Hawkins, you've got Payne, you've got a lot of different players. They're still a young team. I, I think that they have a great opportunity maybe next year to push it up a little bit more and, and, and maybe get a little bit better within the conference itself because right now we're just a little over 500, I think, conference-wise. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm impressed. Uh, I was one of the guys who was not impressed enough. As a matter of fact, I, I probably was pushing for something else, but uh, – I think Ben really has answered the bell. Yeah, uh, and you know, the, like you were saying, next year is an interesting year. Obviously, I, I, they'll more than likely lose Garcia. I think he's out of eligibility, and I'd, I'd have to double check that. But I believe he's out of el- eligibility. But most of these guys, you're right. It's a young team. A lot of these guys theoretically will be back, but with uh, and uh, nil, you do never know. So you never know. Maybe calling yeah. for for Cam Christie, Dave. We're going to go on to number two here for you. Okay. Did you know this is our last show of the baseball offseason? It is, <laughs> isn't it? That's that? right. Pitchers and pitchers catchers and report catchers this week. Wednesday, down in the fort, pitchers and catchers will be reporting one week from today. Full squads reporting down in Fort Myers for the Minnesota Twins. Obviously, I, I imagine the Polanco trade has been discussed ad nauseum at this point. Yeah. Uh, but they also made another move this week, uh, getting rival, longtime rival slugger Carlos Santana, who's with Cleveland for a long time. He signed with the Twins. He'll be a mm-hmm. piece for the team this year. And, of course, there's likely to be more moves before the season starts. There's still talk going on. I know Falvey has kind of hinted at that. Um, but with pitchers and catchers reporting, it's getting later and later in the day. It's the last one before we we get going here. It's the last show before this season starts. I want the predictions. Give me what you got for the 2024 Minnesota Twins. I I think they, well, I think they do just as good as they did last year. I think they make the postseason again. I think they'll likely win uh, the Central. Um, I I think still losing Sonny Gray is going to be a big issue for this team, but I do think that when you look at the pitching staff and what they did and as a staff as a whole, I think there's more confidence and more known this year as to what's going to happen with the staff. Um, the, the Santana bit, I, I like the fact that they got Santana. We talked a little bit about this last week. My biggest question still is if he's going to DH, are you saying now that Byron Buxton is going to be an everyday player hmm. in center field? Because I, I still have a lot of trouble ever believing that based on his track record. So, But – They've proven that they can do it without him, and and that's you know they can they've proven that they can win regardless of the year he has. So positives and negative. I mean, I don't like you know Polanco left. That's a big deal. You lose him, but you've got other guys who can step in. I think this team still. I think the team wins the Central again, and I think they they make a run in the playoffs. I don't think this is a World Series team yet, but who knows? I've been wrong before. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think what the, the Carlos Santana thing. I don't think Carlos Santana is an everyday player, even as a DH. I don't. Think no, he's a DH, for, for but it, a, but I don't he's think he's an everyday DH, DH for. Quite but he's going to take DH at bats away from Buxton. Yeah, I mean Buxton says he's playing center field some. So uh, yeah. if you're expecting Buxton DH wow. every day, that doesn't seem to be at least the plan. And you can't go in, you know, to the season expecting you know, the unexpected things happen and maybe Carlos Santana gets DFA early in the season because it's clear is, that is the Buxton, unexpected that 
Buxton plays a full season. That's the line we should have. If we, where do we set the line for over <laughs> under on how many games he plays? We need I to talk to Kate. Got a good <laughs> feeling about it this year. Got a good feeling. I always have a good feeling, though. Pete, we'll move okay. on to question that. number three. I don't know if you've been paying attention much to this uh, this weekend, but down in Scottsdale, Arizona, Pete, there's a golf tournament called the Waste Management Phoenix Open going on. Do you know what yes. I'm talking about? I do. You do? Over the last few years, it's kind of turned into a less of a golf event, more of a party. Uh, college kids, young people storming the course, Drinking first, watching golf second, uh, and they actually yesterday had to close the gates and halt alcohol sales because it was getting that rowdy at the golf tournament. Uh, my question, Pete, what's the rowdiest, craziest thing you've ever seen at a sporting event? Oh, that's actually easy. Okay, great oh, that, that's great. That is a great question. Um, I, by the way, if anybody hasn't seen clips of what was going on down there at this waste management, I saw him sprinting for the sixteenth oh, hole. That was great. It, it's well worth looking at any clips that you can find from this whole thing. But uh, as, as far as my own personal, I, I can be really honest with you. It was the University of Wisconsin. We were on the road playing football, and they had kegs in the stadium back then. That's uh, I'm old enough where I that, was get rid of that. That, was, that was okay. <laughs> These they Literally, they rolled stuff into there. And, and the, the weird part was when you ran on the field, I'll never forget this because I was lucky enough to, to start as a redshirt freshman, right? And so I'm, I'm getting ready to go out on the field. I'm excited. I got recruited by Wisconsin, but went to Minnesota, and I'm getting to go out on this great field. And the, the kids in the sta- stadium are throwing beers on you and, and other things uh, as you're running out onto the field. And so the smell of beer hitting your helmet and then being a part of your body for the rest of the game is a really weird deal for, for anybody, but especially an 18, 19 year old kid. So uh, it was fun and they were rowdy as could be, but uh, they, they weren't quite as bad as what, what we were seeing at this golf tournament. <laughs> yeah. 18, 19 year old. And surely you, you had no idea what beer looked like or even tasted like Peter. I had no idea. No, it, no. Was, it was all new to me. Yeah. I had no <laughs> No clue what that would have been yeah. like. Dave, you got anything? Uh, I'll, I'll say this because it was from a – and I, I don't want to take up too much of our time, but I, I, when I was at the Olympics in 2014 in Sochi, and if people – if we have any hockey fans out there, you remember the USA-Russia rematch goes to a hockey shootout thriller. Wow. And it's TJ Oshie, and I believe it was Pavel Datsuk. And they just keep going back and forth in the shootout because after you, after you go through, I think it was three, you can use the same guy. Yep. So each team just picks the same guy. And I'm standing here in the media area, and it it's, has become like this almost you know rematch of media cold war against each other. Every time the U.S. scores, we're pumping our fists and screaming. And every time the Russians score, they're pumping their fists and screaming. I'm like, this is going to go on. Like, are we going to start a brawl here in, in, in the media area? It was just – it was really neat. And, and it, the reason is because when you, when you cover your country playing, it's just different. It's different than covering a team. I and, and all the media will never be Minnesota Vikings. We'll never be Minnesota Twins. But – you are a member of Team USA when you're there. You are an American citizen. And so there's a different level of excitement to it. It was so much fun to be a part of. I legitimately thought we were going to have a brawl uh, in, in the media 
area, and I'm glad that we didn't because I didn't like who was on my side. But you know, that's what <laughs> it was awesome. It was really fun. It was a really fun experience. That's a way better fun. answer than I was expecting. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was not I wasn't expecting that earnest uh, and good of an answer. We'll go quick here on the last one, Dave. It is your turn. It is Super Bowl Sunday. We've already said it. Sorry, big game Sunday. We've already said it. Grand uh, Grand game Sunday. Grand game, well. and you know what that means. Ads. Yes, the greatest it. day in advertising of the year, Super yes. Bowl Sunday. The best part of the show, and honestly, I am—I so don't care who wins this game that I'm almost looking more forward to the ads because I just <laughs> do not care one bit. I'm—I look forward to the teams. ads every year. I do too, but I, I more this year just because I really do not care about these teams. Uh, Dave, one ad over the years that stands out to you just pops into your head: Super Bowl classic ad. Uh, California, um, the avocados. Remember when they did like an avocado draft or something like that? I don't know why. It just. Big deal. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> it just cracked me up. I love Super Bowl commercials. I love them. You know that one? Actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm, I'm re-racking. Uh, the Am- Do you remember the Amazon one where it, they, they, about Alexa, ideas that have gone wrong with Alexa? <laughs> no. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's got it's got Harrison Ford and the dog is or and the kids going now ordering dog bones now ordering dog food oh, yeah. because you can order as much as you want I'm not paying for it the dog <laughs> is ordering off Amazon it's great that was my of all the ones ever and and great track with uh, Don't Stop Me Now by by Queen in the background um, Pete, it, it was one? my funniest commercial I'll give you one quick one and it, and it's an all timer and now you're gonna wish you said it uh, Dave Joe Green Mean Joe Green Coca Cola yeah. said Hey kid Want to play catch? Or was that a Super Bowl <laughs> ad? That was a Super Bowl ad. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. That was an awesome one. That was phenomenal. was was the Office linebacker a Super Bowl ad? That's that's another oh, classic. Terry, one, those are right? great. Terry too. Tate, <laughs> Office yeah. linebacker. That was a. I think that must have been a Super Bowl ad. I, I had to be. Imagine was. that. All right, that's all I got for you. Went a little long. Went a little long with our guests. So we're gonna have to take a very fast break here and end the hour. Okay. Are we are we breaking here or are we we're going breaking to the here? End? Nope. We're breaking. Okay, we're going to take a break, come back. We'll have like 30 seconds. All right, we'll be back. Your huddle. Good song. Welcome back to the huddle. Great first hour. Holy cow. Had a lot of fun this first hour. Larry Day joined us, does security for uh, his official title. I won't get his official title right, but he's a general (laughs) BA guy. Uh, But a lot of fun stories. And... uh, well, we're going to talk Super Bowl parties, but we we don't have a ton of time, Pete. But I'll, I'll ask you this. One food that has to be at a Super Bowl party, that if you walk in and they don't have it there, you're going, I'm out, I'm leaving. How do you not have chili? How do you not really? have really? chili, chili at a Super Bowl party? And as a matter would... of fact, we've got a, we've got a contest that goes every single year. we got it going down this year. It's going to be the chili cook-off to hear it. That's a bit of a gamble when you're at someone Costa. else's house, don't you think? <laughs> I'd I mean, say the majority <laughs> of Super Bowl parties I go to don't have chili. Oh, come on, guys. I mean, honestly, let's it's, be it's honest not that I, It's not <laughs> it's that I don't love chili. No, yeah. It's that if I'm coming to your house and you're like, here's a giant bowl of beans and meat and spices, I'm like, oh. okay, where's the restroom? <laughs> Just so I know. We're hoping it lasts longer I'm a, than that. <laughs> I'm a buffalo chicken dip guy. That's, that that's, is a good that's thing. My yeah. Chicken wings. That, that's not Got to have chicken wings. Yeah. And yeah. beer. All right. Oh, that's the obvious one. <laughs> that's the obvious one. Maybe some we'll take a, I had a really bad Super Bowl party once. I'll tell you about it. We're coming uh, we're coming back. You're listening to the huddle. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.